Welcome to Sports Movie Minute Podcast Space Jam Edition. A podcast where we talk about the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. Welcome back, Kayla. Welcome back, Chris. <laughs> Weird. Um, before we get started, I've been sitting on this for ages because I just keep forgetting to raise it when we record. In one of these earlier episodes, I can't remember which one it was, we talk about jellyfish. Uh, yeah. It's one of the early ones. I think one it of the early might ones. be minute six off the top of my head. I thought it was minute oh, one. Oh, no, minute with one, the, maybe. With yeah. the moon. Yeah, so yeah. very early on in the piece. Um, and I'm, I'm obviously doing this incredibly late because we're recording minute 47 today. I incorrectly say in that minute that jellyfish have brains. They don't God. have brains. Yeah. Now, a Deceiving lovely... our listeners. Exactly. Well, a lovely listener pointed it out to me. Really? Yes, that the jellyfish do not have brains. And so my original point stands then. They have things going on. So they're not just like lumps. A leaf has things going on, but it's still, other than providing shade, is useless. No one said that jellyfish weren't useless. Your argument in that minute was that the moon was useless, and you compared it to a jellyfish. Mm. Okay, I said, well, we're on the same page with I jellyfish. I said then. that jellyfish were interesting. I am still, regardless of whether or not they have brains, I'm still fascinated by jellyfish. Okay. I think they're cool. But I want to apologize to the listeners. That is an incorrect statement. To be honest, I probably said a whole bunch of incorrect things throughout this. Nothing Space Jam related, obviously, because I've researched that to the bone. But any of the peripheral information, you know, take it or leave it. Um, but thank you, darling listener, Robert, uh, for, for <laughs> bringing that to my attention. Then um, this is Minute 47, which starts with a crystal ball and it ends with Bugs dismissing Daffy, being a real, a real brat, frankly. All right. Where did, where did you want to start? Where did you want to start? I uh, think it's a hard part. It's always a very difficult question. I, I where feel to like begin? You, you might have some comments on the uh, tarot cards and crystal balls. Crystal ball. Yes, a single one. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Course. Yeah, look, I... I think I'll, I'll hand this one over to you and I will provide comments. Um, but I guess my first question to you before we start is, have you been to a fortune teller before? I have not, but it is on my to-do list to get my tarot cards read. Like, I feel the same way about this that I feel about astrology. 99% sure that this is not a real thing, but hey, it's a little bit of fun. <coughs> wow. Sorry. Um, he's, he's dying. People, make I'm sure right. you download all the rest of the episodes <laughs> <laughs> to um, keep him alive. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical and straight down the line, but I, I just feel like it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy because if someone tells you something's going to happen, then it kind of changes your behavior anyway. So, oh, that's interesting. So you would never, if, if the opportunity arose, you would never have want the ability to see into the future. You know how that's like a superpower that people have. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, based upon TV and movies, it could be a curse because you, um, I'm trying to think of a good example, like Back to the Future or whatever, um, because you changing what you do in the past can alternate 
alter the future in bad ways and you can just continue the okay. time machine okay. the time machine we, the classic if we're going to talk Wells about novel. time travel we're never going to stop because I got so many thoughts on time travel mm, the butterfly effect I can't yeah, I can't. yeah we can't go I, down I, that rabbit is, Warren Craig and I would love to have this conversation with you though because I feel like we could have so much fun but we just don't want to bore the listeners because it's not quite related to what we're talking about so I have Two primary comments on this. Mm-hmm. Number one, did you know that fortune telling is actually illegal in South Australia and the Northern Territory? I didn't look it up for the, the United States, but it is there are two, uh, well, a territory and a state in Australia in which it is illegal. That's not surprising. Yeah, it's it's deemed as fraud, and those laws were inherited from the UK. And I read a really interesting article, and I'll honestly I'll put it in the show notes because it was so fascinating and it made me so angry. But basically, men made it illegal because they thought women were stupid for going to see fortune tellers. <laughs> but in reality, like one of the things that the article talks about was that women probably went there more for number one, entertainment purposes. And number two, because they needed to talk to someone. And because part of what you do when you go to a fortune teller, from what I understand, and even like a tarot card reader or whatever, is you ask them a question and you can, you have to kind of give them background on what the situation is. So you tell them, um, I'm, uh, I'm making this up. Well, every example I can think of is like, is not real, but I don't mm. want to offend anybody by <laughs> saying these. I'll use you as an example. Yeah. Uh, if you you went to a fortune teller, you're like, look, I hate my roommate. Should I move out? Like, mm. what'll happen if I move out? Then they they kind of read off of that. Mm. But yeah, so women were going basically because they needed someone to talk to, and psychiatrists and psychologists weren't a thing yet. No. Yeah, and men didn't like it, so wow. men were like, make it illegal. So. Yeah. Apologize for you, for, <laughs> for the choices of your forefathers. Sorry, on behalf of our forefathers. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Christopher. No I, I accept your apology, but other women may not. Um, mm. But yeah, but I thought that that was incredibly interesting. They they made it illegal to in quotes protect the weaker sex <laughs> because they essentially thought that you want to know why? Because one of the one of the things that I read was. They thought that fortune tellers were basically going to tell women, oh, you'll find like a rich man and then women were going to quit their jobs. So they basically just wanted to keep women subservient. It sounds uh, very, yeah, not good. <laughs> I love talking to Christopher about things like this because he never knows how to respond. And he knows that while it is not his personal fault, he's part of the system. And, and so part of the system. It's that, very fascinating yeah. to watch his reaction and his feelings because you never know what to say. Well, it's a bit sad because it never ceases to amaze you, like what some of the crazy, like sexist or racist or um, misogynistic, um, yeah, or homophobic or any of those things. Yeah, all those that have happened over, even over the last. 10 years, 20, 30 years. And it's the last like, week and a half, frankly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, society, human society is just like, wow, like even though you start thinking about um, racism and slavery and that type of thing, and it's just like same people, same brains. It's just like, so how did people 
200, 100, 50, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, think that that's like acceptable. It's just like, well, it's just does your head in. You know, Christopher, applause, because that could be the most eloquent you've ever been on the subject, which is, no, oh, okay. no, this is a genuine compliment Thank to you. you. Don't, <laughs> don't make it weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know that you, you still have a lot of thinking to do and a lot of feelings that you need <laughs> to feel, but, you know, you're, you're, you're moving forward mm. and you should be mm. complimented for that. Um, it's we- interesting, though. Like, I wonder how many, like, because that's such a random thing that that's still a law in South Australia and NT. Like, it was inherited from the UK, apparently. Because especially Australia and America, especially, I imagine, and probably many other countries, you could, you know, go by state. By it's probably less common in federal law because that's a different mm. type of law. But you could go like state by state and find these like real obscure laws that no one's been bothered to change or. There is a law. This is one of my favorite. Oh, God. And then forget the state. I want to say it's Tennessee. There is a state in the South where technically speaking, there is a law that um, that if a woman is driving a car, a man has to walk in front of the car <laughs> holding two red flags <laughs> to let people know she's what coming. <laughs> Do you have any idea how long I how I sit on that information and I'm like, when can I bring this up? Could you imagine if you saw that? It's like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, it's the law, man. But it is still technically speaking, I'm pretty sure it's actually a, a still a law. Um, okay, we're getting off topic. And hmm. I actually, like, I kind of want to apologize to the listeners because we really do try to keep these episodes succinct. But I think there's only been maybe two that have been under 20 minutes. And I'm so sorry, but I hope that they're at least mildly hmm. entertaining for you. So um, fortune telling. Yeah, fortune telling. The other part, the other thing that I wanted to say about it uh, was I genuinely cannot figure out why they go to see her because as the name suggests, it tells your fortune, which yeah. is your future. I didn't wonder that. And she's just telling them what has already happened. Well, I, I think my question is what was their question? So like I said, my understanding of how that dynamic works is that you go in and you say, this is my question. Yeah. So the only thing that I can think of is, did they ask, um, will we ever get our talent back? And then she's explaining what's, what's That seems like the only happen. plausible thing because it seems like a bit of a plot flaw. I think you're right because um, you assume it's like, oh, we, why did we lose our talent? But you wouldn't go to a fortune teller. Because that's the past, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, can you think of any other – so they've been to the hospital, they've had all these tests. Could you think of any other profession or something else where they could go that would make more sense as to ask the question of why have we lost our talent? Well, but maybe the question to her – like so maybe the question to her wasn't how, what, why did we? It's is it ever going to get better mm, true. potentially? True, Um I mean, in Australia, you love a good physiotherapist. Like, that is your jam. Um, But, yeah, you're right. They've seen – they've done, like, the body thing and then they did the mind thing because they went to the psychiatrist as Mm. well. Uh, Just a slight caveat on physiotherapists. Um, I think, yeah, there's a great benefit to physiotherapy um, and I think it does get results and it does help. But I also sometimes I think it's oh, it's a little bit of a scam when they're like, you go there and, 
not a scam, but they're like, Hot all right, taste. so yeah, we you need to come back three times in the next week. Um, and yeah, just speak um, to the receptionist on the way out and she'll book you in. I'm like, do I need to come back three times in the next week? Is that really going to help? Okay, I think so. Depends where the injury is. I, yeah, I understand what you mean. I, th- I think that one of the reasons that I can get behind that is because be honest. Like, okay, most of what physiotherapy involves is that you need to do your exercises. You do to strengthen up the um, the muscles or whatever around exactly. the yeah. injured area. And, like, I'll speak personally. Like, when – you know when I floss the most? The three weeks leading up to going to the dentist. Yeah, that's true. And so I think that's more what – physios are actually doing is not so much i actually have to see you it's more you need to come and see me because you need to do your exercises and this is the only way that we can make that happen yeah um anyway but that's a that's a separate thing because we're trying to really focus Mm. really focus (laughs) why did you did you think that there was another profession that they could have gone to no that's what i asked you (laughs) yeah i mean once you get the medical tests done you make sure that you took care of your mental health like those are really the two big, mm. the two big things, especially yeah. because they did comprehensive medical yeah. testing. Yeah. Um, yes, I think one of the interesting things, though, because you bring that up, is that uh, Sean Bradley he says acupuncture. Actually, acupuncture. That's that's what I dived a, a bit oh, into. Yeah, dude, you go. Let's open up this can of worms. Um, well, I because I started. Well, obviously that topic of conversation that springs to mind then is um, do NBA players use acupuncture and is that actually a thing? And yeah, there's some, a lot of players that have used it. So apparently the attitude is with a lot of the teams is that, yeah, go for it if you want to do it, go for it if you think it helps, do it. Um, so people like Kobe, Shaq, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Charles Barkley, Yao Ming, Grant Hill, um, have all, you know, openly talked about using acupuncture, particularly when they're recovering from an injury. Yeah. Um, what I didn't like really, I, I think when I think of acupuncture, I think of um, back, your back or back pain okay. a lot of the time. But um, like a lot of these guys, so like Shaq, for instance, he talked about using it um, when he tore his hamstring, using it for his hamstring and mm. – Chauncey Billups talked about using it um, when he tore his Achilles, um, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, that is interesting because I've I've done dry needling before. I hated it and it did nothing. Yeah. Frankly, I don't really understand the difference between acupuncture and dry needling. It's pretty similar. I thought so, but from what my physio was telling me about dry needling, it's about like a muscle release because yeah. it gets into parts of the muscle that like massage can't necessarily. So I wonder how you do it for a torn Achilles because mm. it doesn't seem to align with what I understand. I don't know. Like uh, it's kind of a, almost a differing things on what acupuncture actually does. Like when I saw it said improve flexibility, balance and coordination because the Channels in the body have regulated a positive sense of um, equilibrium, which is just a whole bunch, bunch of mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> well, honestly, that brings me to the point that I actually wrote down about acupuncture, which is we've discussed before how Sean Bradley was quite religious and def- 
in my experience, keep in mind, like my mother is quite religious. Uh, people who tend to be quite religious in my experience, they don't necessarily buy into those Eastern Mm. medicines and Eastern treatments in the same way, because a lot of that has to do with like spirituality and, and that type of thing. Um, and so I was actually really surprised that he was the one who proposed it. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was that was really fascinating. Also, how good was Patrick Ewing's reaction? <laughs> I was like, Bud's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I loved his face in that. Great acting by Patrick. Oh, flawless. Mm. Flawless. But again, like we've talked about, not with Charles Barkley. He's not in. Yeah, that's good. We, we need to get to the bottom of this. It must have been like a it scheduling thing. It had to be thing, scheduling. Yeah, yeah must have been. Because they don't feature until the end of the movie it's in the same yeah, scene. that's together. the only yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's the only time. Um, and then, okay, actually, that's all I kind of have in that in that arena. Did you have anything else in that fortune no. telling? No. Because I got, I, I really want to talk about this hole that Stan digs. Yeah, let's, let's so do that. We, we change scenes in the middle of the minute mm. to Stan. We, we're back to Stan and he's back at the golf course and he's digging a hole uh, where the where the mm. golf hole had yeah. been. What, what do you call it? The golf. tee, I guess. The hole. Not, not the tee. The but, hole. Yeah, but it just feels like it should be called something else. No, it's just called the hole. <laughs> the hole. He's digging a hole where the hole was. Hole nine or hole ten or yeah, whatever hole where, it is. Where Michael had gotten sucked down. He's digging, uh, fixing a divot. As yeah, has obviously. he? Um, He's fixing a divot. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big ass hole. Yeah. Like, if we're trying to determine whether that's realistic, no. He just has a one shuffle. He doesn't have an excavator. But you could do it with a shovel. You could, theoretically. Yeah, yeah, physically you could, yeah, but not in that amount of time. But digging is hard. It is hard labor, yeah. Like, I was actually shocked because it was less about... Like, I know that it's for comedic effect, but I was like, no, Stan could never, given the physical condition he's in. Like, you, you need to be... People who dig holes like that manually are quite fit individuals. It must have taken him. I guess that's why it's dark. Are you discounting how fit Stan is? Of course I am. (laughs) Of course I am. (laughs) He, yeah. Well, you know what? You're right. There's there's been no evidence to suggest yet. Later on in the movie there will be. But Mm. as of yet, there's no evidence to suggest that he's not uh, capable of digging that hole. But... Honestly, I know people. I couldn't dig a hole that deep, and I'm relatively fit. Mm. In that amount a hard, of time, hard labor. Yeah. It's blisters. Hard. Yeah, yeah, it's tiring. Yeah, at no point does he complain about blisters. That's the other thing. But I just wanted to touch on the hole because I would be willing to bet uh, a significant amount of money that you want to talk about the ducks. Um. Yeah. Like I wrote it down as a point. Um. The Ducks as a basketball team, but I don't know if I have that much to talk about there. Did you did you research the Ducks basketball? You're kidding, right? Are you talking about the Mighty Ducks? Yeah, like it's a joke about the 
the Mighty Ducks. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> Did you not get that? Uh, hard to say. Oh, Craig, and I didn't prepare too much on that because I was convinced that you were going to do it. I was like, he's got this. Like, that'll be his thing. Well, when are we talking, say, 94, 94 for Space Jam? 96. 96, sorry. I'm having a mental blank. So when did the Mighty Ducks come out? The Mighty Ducks must have come out around the same time. Uh, give or take, yeah. Um, <laughs> where where did you want to go with this this whole duck? First reference? of all, it was nineteen ninety two. Ninety two. I wanted you to talk about the like why it was put in there because so I don't want to step on the toes of the next minute, but so Daffy says, "How about this for a team name? The Ducks." Mm. Which is to poke fun at the fact, like at the Mighty Ducks yeah. and the Anaheim Ducks, mm-hmm. the hockey team. Yeah. Who and obviously Disneyland is in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, and then literally just before, and then it ends, and then like the first line in the next minute is what kind of Mickey Mouse organization uh, names yeah, yeah, their yeah, team, yeah, the yeah, Ducks. Yeah, yeah. So I thought you were going to talk about it in this minute. Um, so I didn't actually prepare very much on it. But to be fair, we have talked about the Mighty Ducks in pretty significant detail with Eli. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we really got stuck in. Um, so we don't need to go into, into it in too much depth in this minute. But the question that I had for you, <laughs> Daffy Duck? Or Donald Duck? Who is your favorite fictional duck? Oh, Daffy. Really? Yeah. When I think of fictional ducks, I mean, granted, now that we're doing the Space Jam podcast, I probably think of Daffy more frequently. Me too. But beforehand, if you would have asked me to name a fictional duck, honestly, my first one would have been Scrooge McDuck. But my second one, 100%, would have been been Donald Duck. Yeah, I feel like I um, watched... Far more Looney Tunes than maybe I did Disney, other than a few select movies. No, I was the Disney gal through and through. Yeah, that's that's the well established. I've, I've been with you to Disney karaoke, so that's never in doubt. People, Disney karaoke is a game changer. Like for any ladies who are listening to this, if you want your boyfriend to understand you as a person, or honestly, any of your male friends to understand, you know. Women, and I'm talking about kind of women who range between, I'd say, maybe 25 to 35, kind of mm. specifically, bring them to Disney karaoke. Because until <laughs> that time, I think Christopher, my boyfriend, my other male friends, because obviously Jacob was there for a while, like mm. some of the other guys we were with there were at karaoke for a while. I think that they, you guys just don't get like how big of a thing it was for girls. Yeah, and like until I, you attend something like that, I just yeah, we went. It, so context was there was a Disney karaoke um, tent session as part of a, a music festival that we went to two years in a row, um, and I just remember like sitting there and just like looking around, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" And there's yeah, all these yeah. all these um, girls like twenty five and thirty four, whatever age range, just yeah. like so into it, and I was like, "Wow." You didn't even need, like, obviously with karaoke, um, there's, like, the lyrics yeah. on the screen. No one needed those. No. I mean, you did for, like, the 
uh, like under the sea because those lyrics are quite intense. Great song, by the way. Yeah. Um, I wish I lived under the sea. But anyway, so let's. I'm actually glad that you chose Daffy because I'd love to have this argument with you. Mm-hmm. Why Daffy over Donald? So yes, okay, fine. You watched more Looney Tunes, but do you think that Daffy is a better character than Donald? Uh, he's more humorous. You think? Defend. <laughs> Maybe I don't know enough about Donald Duck to be able to defend the reason why I would choose Daffy Duck over Donald Duck. What I like about Daffy Duck as opposed to Donald Duck is that I think he has a little bit more personality. I wouldn't Mm. necessarily say he's funnier, Mm. but I think he's got a little bit more personality Mm. because obviously the dynamic between Donald and Mickey is that they're best friends. Yeah. Whereas the dynamic between Bugs and Daffy is that they're frenemies. Yeah. Like I'm trying to like, yeah, as you talk, I'm like trying to think back like it, of like Disney cartoons and I was just like like trying to think of um, Donald Duck moments and I was just like it's not <laughs> it's not coming to me well I th- yeah I think I just like Donald Duck because he feeds into a broader story because mm. he's got Daisy Duck who's mm. his, his girlfriend mm. wife he's got his uh, I think they're his nephews Huey, Dewey and Louie and he's got his uncle Scrooge McDuck so there's like a lot kind of going on I think with Donald mm. um more so than with Daffy, but I do agree that I think Daffy has a bit uh, bigger of a personality and a more interesting personality. Mm. Um, but that was all that I, I had. Yeah, well, that. I think, yeah, next minute um, we can uh, probably, um, spoiler alert, I reckon the, the Disney uh, v. Looney Tunes um, debate conversation it might feature quite heavily. It could, it could. Mm. Um, I don't actually know. Like, I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. Mm. <laughs> In summary, ducks are fine. <laughs> do you do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Ah, uh, yeah. Do you remember the rabbits versus duck conversation? Is this an early season or a later season? Oh, it's tough to know. No, I don't. Know. It's all one big blur. And blasting us. Oh, gee, so there is there is a uh, I guess you'd call it like a visual. What's the like illusion? Illusion and illusion, yeah. uh, and it's it's this image where if you look at it one way, you see a rabbit, and if you look at it another way, you uh, see a duck. Yeah. You know, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, and so they have this big debate on how about your mother of like what's better, rabbits or ducks? <laughs> I'm I'm very torn. <sighs> That's a tough question. <laughs> I'm torn, but. If I had to, rabbits. I'd probably go rabbits just because I got a thing with birds. But you know. oh, like, but like, how delicious! Duck is duck, duck is delicious. It's this treat. It's a special treat. Oh my god! It is a, quite a fatty meat, but it's so flavoursome. Like it's oh, when you get a nice duck dish, it's like oh, oh my lord! Can't say I eat rabbit that much. I don't think I've ever eaten rabbit. Mm. <laughs> um, and, you know, I really wanted this this minute to be under 30 minutes. But, alas, I don't think we've accomplished That's that. A and so I'm gonna, good way to end, yeah. I'm going to just hand over to Christopher to, uh, to finish this off. Uh, yeah, expletive alert. But, uh, obviously, this minute features... And, and, honestly, slightly offensive, if I'm being honest. Oh. A little bit. Your, your quote that you're about to say? Yeah, it is. So. Yeah. Uh, apologies. Um, 
but because we feature Muggsy Bogues again. So background, this happened during a game and Muggsy has talked about how it kind of really, um, because it was a, I think it was a playoff game and he kind of really crashed his confidence. He doesn't quite think he was the same player since, but really goes back to the, the Jordan sledging conversation. So on the court, when he was marking up on him, at a crucial moment in the game, he said, shoot it, you fucking midget. 